The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with the senior IDP analyst and my co-host, the IDP Sipser himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, man, anticipating this high state Georgia game. It's going to be a good one. Before we get into things, we just want to let you know that SGP mini helmets are now in the merch store and we're giving one away for free. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash helmet. We also have a Darius Leonard jersey giveaway. How to get that? Head on over to at SGPN Fantasy on our YouTube channel. Take a screenshot of you subscribing to the YouTube channel and post it on our Fantasy Football Discord channel. And the drawing is on January 8th, 2023. So some good contests coming up. And did you know that WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia? From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, and when you bet $100, you get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Some state restrictions apply. Let's get started. So uh, just a couple quick announcements before we get into things this week. Uh, we might be pushing back a couple days next week. Uh, we're going to change up our recording schedule for the offseason just because, you know, there aren't any more fantasy relevant games. We don't do week 18 title games around here. Um, you know, I don't anyway. Gary, do you? No, no, no whatsoever. <laughs> Keep an eye on us. Uh, we'll we'll figure out that new day, but yeah, we will be returning, and we won't be going long. Yeah, right. It'll just get pushed back a day or two, and uh, yeah, like that, yeah, right. And the week eighteen thing—that's just because I mean we've already seen this the last couple of weeks. Like people are already getting you know sit down, and teams are already looking at guys they don't normally play. There's just too many unknowns. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have your championship, especially if you got any money on the line. That's a no-no. That's just crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but all right, let's see what happened last week, and we'll get you guys ready for title week. Uh, we're going to start with the NFC and AFC North uh, and the Bears, where it was another week of Joe Thomas, 100% of snaps, Nicholas Morrow, 98%, DeAndre Houston-Carson, 89%. So a lot of injury replacement guys, but we've known about them for a while. What do you got with the Bears? Status quo with the linebackers in the secondary. Avoid the uh, defensive line. Avoid that whole situation. Nobody's going to produce off of that. Other than that, they're, they're rolling. Absolutely. We got some good waiver wire guys out of the Bears, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Joe uh, Thomas was a great hit last week. Definitely, definitely. And they got Detroit this week, so it should, should be decent production for them. Let's look at the Bengals next. Where I didn't see much except this, and I'm sure you saw this too. Did you see Cam Sample played 95% of snaps? Did you forget? I actually brought his name up in a little dart throw last week, man. So it happened. I didn't have as many as I did the, the prior week, but there were still a few of them. But we'll, we'll cover a few of them. The warnings, like, you know, like this Bears defensive line, you know, that Dominic Robinson was hot there for a little bit, but he's dropped all the way down to 50% of the snaps, so we can't trust that. Right, and with the Bengals, too, uh, Hendrickson was down quite a bit in snaps as well last week, but I, I got to think that's just because doesn't he have, like, a broken wrist or something? Or that's someone right. else I'm thinking of, but something's really messed up with him. I wouldn't trust him going into this weekend either. The only one, hey, I'd, I'd roll with Samuel. I mean, it's not a beautiful matchup, but, I mean, if you need a dart throw, we've already seen him produce once, and we weren't necessarily expecting that. I believe he had a really good contest. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he had, like, six combined tackles and a sack or half a sack or something, right. and 95% uh, of snaps, that's hard to argue with. Right, and that OCA or so, what? Whichever his oh, name was. Yeah, Osai. Yeah, he didn't play nearly as much as Sample. Yeah. 
All right. But still, you got 62% over Hendrickson's 42%. So that's significant right. enough to leave the other two alone and just roll a sample, I'd say. I'm with you on that. Let's move on to the Lions, where we got a bit of a dumpster fire. Deshaun Elliott was out last week. We got Ifiati <laughs> Melanafu, which I can't wait to hear you try that name. Um, no. <laughs> so he played... 97% of snaps. The problem with that is he did not do well. The Carolina Panthers ran for what, 250 yards on the ground last week, something like mm -hmm. that? A lot of yeah. missed tackles, I believe. Oh, yeah, it was not good. So um, he struggled mightily. That's a direct quote from the coaching staff. Uh, and Deshaun Elliott, day to day, has not practiced yet this week, I believe. So it's not looking good. I don't think you can trust uh, Melanofu. I mean, he had good stat stats, but, you know, he could get the rug pulled out from under him. Not one of the dart throws I want to make. I love the uh, matchup for Anzalone and uh, Rodriguez, too, to a point. He's so up and down, it's hard to tell. Hutchison, uh, really good matchup for him. I believe if I remember right the first time that they met this year, that he really went off, but don't quote me, but. Either way, on by the numbers last few weeks, the Bears are letting quite a bit off the edge again. This defensive lineman, I think he might be going a little bit under the radar. I, I do think that I've mentioned it before, but the John Kamalski. Oh, K uh, Kaminsky, yeah. Yeah, Kaminsky. I mean, he's been solid, and he's been getting you know a lot of snaps. And I don't know if he's a defensive tackle, defensive end, but he's a defensive lineman. And, and this matchup's pretty damn good for him. So... I think he's a really good dart throw if you're looking for that defensive lineman play. And you know what? We're, we're going to need those this week because I was looking at DN today in uh, one of my leagues, and there's Qs and Os and Ds everywhere. Yeah, I just did all four of the charts in the last, like, 24 hours, and, yeah, there was quite a few injuries. Yeah, not as many as last week. I think it's well, maybe spread out more across the positions. I don't like how a lot of these matchups uh, lined up this week, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And it's that time of year. So right now, the waiver wires in any league, unless you're just in a very shallow league, is bare as minimum. So in these deeper leagues that we're trying to get these dart throws out, some of these guys might be available. They might not. I, I'm going to bet a few of them are going to be. You're not going to get somebody to trade you something, you know, championship week. And you, matter of fact, trade should be shut off. and. I don't know about the waiver wire being open, but no, it, no, I hear you. It depends on your commissioner too, right? So mm -hmm. in a bunch, in a bunch of leagues I'm in, they've got that setting where if you're knocked out, you can't touch the waiver wire because right. pe people are weird, man. People will add guys even after they're knocked out, like for whatever reason. I've seen that, especially like defensive tackle this year. Tier one's only got like eight guys in it, maybe, and then you got another six solid tier two with such a shallow pool you're going to need some names like we're mentioning right now. <laughs> Odds yeah. are somebody is going to need those. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I know sir. people that are going to need those. They're using my app. <laughs> 100%. And uh, just real quick on the Lions beyond that, there's a little bit of a shakeup at corner. Uh, Jeff Okuda was down to 65% of snaps last week. So this is not a great matchup for them corner-wise anyway. I would just ignore that or avoid it. And Romeo Aquara, 60% of snaps, went up a little bit. Any interest for you there? No, he didn't perform in this one. So broke my back. That is the Lions. Let's look at the Browns now where we've got more dumpster fire. So <laughs> Tony Fields. <laughs> yeah, the, J Gary already knows. How else could you? Yeah. How else could you describe that? So, you know, all year this has been a mess. Right. And, and you know, we thought it was Deion Jones, Tony Fields. The only two guys we got to worry about. Reggie Ragland back from the dead. Where has, the hell did that come from? I didn't even know he was on this team, but oh, man, he is. It, these, all these new um, things they got going on with this practice squad, COVID and all this shit, you know, they're hiding guys from ancient history, I guess. I don't know. That Well, Jalen Smith, he started out on the practice squad this year. Yeah, there's a lot of wild stuff going on. But yeah. I, I think with the Browns, after we get through all this, the, the decision's going to be just stay away because it was Tony Fields, 78%, Reggie Ragland, 61%, Deion Jones, 39% at linebacker makes none of that makes sense at all and I, and I feel terrible man i mean I, I said the same thing it's a it's an avoid all the way across the board but i feel terrible for the fact that a few weeks ago when Taki Taki went down and then mm -hmm. GOK went down and everything i'm mm -hmm. like Deion jones i look and i was like this guy can be a top five 
ILB producer in fantasy football for the rest of the season through week 17. And it just went to shit from that point on. I apologize for jinxing everybody because this has just been totally crap all season. And this is just icing on the cake. I'm with you, man. We're not the only ones that got that wrong. Everyone's been wrong on that, but it's championship week. Just stay the hell away from the Browns linebackers. That's the best you can do. Right. We actually have a couple other dart throws that we'll probably mention. You could, I'd rather see you go after than that. Definitely. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a ton of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Reduced juice on sides and totals for all bowl games is happening right now. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening as well at WinBet. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash winbet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-522. Four seven zero zero. Picking up with the Packers, where the only thing I saw was uh, Rudy Ford was down to thirty eight percent of snaps. Darnell Savage was back up to sixty four percent. That I think that's injury related. Ford's been ice cold too, so I there are better safety options you can go with this week. Uh, everything else in the Packers looks okay though. Let's move on to the Ravens, where I did not see. Much happening there. Normal snaps for Roquan, for Patrick Queen and Marcus Williams, Chuck Clark as well, Geno Stone. You know, he's been gone. He stayed gone. Anything uh, you saw on the Ravens? Clean bill of health. So Vikings, not a different story. Different story for the Vikings. So uh, Eric Hendricks, 81% of snaps. Jordan Hicks, 67%. Harrison Smith, 86%. And this is this was a game that came right down to the wire against the Giants. It was a field goal win at the last second, and they're playing still for playoff seeding. What the hell is going on here? Uh, it was really off the wall. I don't think we can trust that repeating itself this week. Yeah, I I think you're right. It's the Packers, so we know it's going to be you know a back and forth affair like it always is. But I read something today saying that they're mixing in guys like Brian Asamoa and Josh Metellus by design, quote unquote. And it's like, why? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you you probably have to knock down Harrison Smith just a little bit, but you're not going to sit him if he's gotten you there all this time, especially in this divisional game. I couldn't do it. I'm still going to give him his dues. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting him. Definitely. It's just yeah. it's just terrible timing. Like, why are they choosing now to get some young guys some snaps? Because they I don't mean... play fantasy football. <laughs> Assholes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just keep that in mind. Those star uh, Vikings options did see a little bit of a cut in their playing time last week. So that could happen again. Let's head over to the Steelers where Miles Jack and Devin Bush were healthy this week. They played 30 and 40% of snaps respectively, while Robert Spillane played 100% for the second week in a row, I believe. Is this the new normal? Is Spillane the guy now? I'm just going to roll with it. I mean, at this point, I would definitely jump on Spillane and trust that, that with the Cleveland situation. I mean, it just... At least we've seen a couple of weeks of that in a row, and he's had full-time snaps, and he's produced. So mm. um, the the matchup isn't super sweet, but it's solid enough, I think, that he'll produce. He's playing that role. Kazee coming in for Edmonds, if he's out, I ain't worried about that. But then you got Hayward that's actually questionable with a non-injury-related personal problem, personal thing here. I don't know if you happen to notice that, John. No, but, um, I didn't. When did that happen? Right, and I believe their other starting de- defensive lineman, he's been questionable, but he's been playing. Wormley's on IR. That's kind of a mess, but there is a little bit of production there. I can't recommend anybody by name, but if you was so desperate that you needed to uh, really reach, you know, you could try to find out who's going to be filling in there. 
keep an eye on that for sure. And uh, we'll definitely mention some defensive tackle options if that does become an option here or, or an issue here. And yeah, I like the Spillane matchup, like you said, too. Uh, it's the Ravens. They literally can't pass if they even tried. Uh, it's just going to be, you know, Dobbins and the other running backs a million times this week. Yeah, falling on our sword with this one is just basically knowing that it's happened in the past, the last couple of weeks. We've seen some kind of thing in the middle of the year, I believe. So it's not just kind of rolling with it, but, uh, you know, it is what it is for week 17. Yeah, right. There's a lot of uncertainty going into this week, and Spillane's one of the guys I would trust more than others in weird situations, for sure. Don't forget to enter the SGP Mini Helmet Contest. From now until the end of the year, just head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash helmet to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash helmet. Okay, we're going to pick it up with the NFC and AFC South, starting with the Bucks. And just side note, what a horrendous game that was last week. Did you watch that? Yeah, I caught a little bit of it. Um, and I remember re-listening later when I was editing and how I said, do we trust Logan Ryan in a sense? And you laughed, I laughed, we laughed together. It was all chummy, but I'll be damned, right? What yeah. a mess with those sec- with that secondary. It really is, man. And, uh, you know, speaking of that last week, so it was all of them were healthy last week. So Mike Edwards, 97% of snaps, Antoine Winfield, 93%, Logan Ryan, 88%, Keanu Neal disappeared 12%. So it's, it's still kind of fluctuating. If you had to, who do you trust out of these guys this week? I swear, I'm just going to say it, Logan Ryan, if I had to go here, I'm I'm just going to roll with it. I don't yeah, trust he, it a lot, but it is what it is. And yeah, he has been the most consistent and productive of these guys the past month or uh, you know month or so. I um, wanted to get eyes on Anthony Nelson and Joe Tyrone, which we brought up about ed, being edge rushers or possible DL plays. I believe last week, maybe the week before. Anthony Nelson. I mean, I'll tell you what, this edge rusher, if he's a designated DL, he's actually been you know playing up to par and better than Joe Tyrone a little bit. Um, if I'm going to throw a dart, I, there's one for you and some deep dart degenerate league, Anthony Nelson first, and then maybe Joe Tyrone. There you go. It, it's good to have those options uh, just in case. Let's head over to the Colts where nothing really out of the ordinary, except Bobby Okereke was down to 74% of snaps. He has fluctuated a little bit this year. Are you worried about that at all? I mean, they got the Giants. There's going to be a lot of Saquon. I think you should be okay, but what do, what do you think? I don't think we have a huge ceiling, you know, but I mean, you're going to get his status quo floor. I wouldn't worry about it. And uh, just shout out to Forrest Buckner. Totally saved my butt in a league last week. Man, that guy is good. Love that guy. <laughs> I think... Blackman, I think it's his mm. name's Blackman. I think he mm. actually showed up last week again. You know, there's a couple weeks in a row. That is like a putting a blindfold on and throwing a deep dart. Take it for what it's worth. So, yeah, that's the safety for the Colts. So, um, yeah, he has been pretty good the last couple of weeks, just in case, like, obviously a deeper league thing, but, you know, mm. that is an option. Falcons. So we got. Another week of Troy Anderson as the uh, second inside linebacker leading the way there. 88% of snaps with Michael Walker all the way down to 15% of snaps. Uh, but, you know, we've covered that. Any Anything else that you saw? Oh, Buda Baker out. Shoulder? Yeah, it's uh, Cardinals. All right. So Banjo, uh, you know, he's been a reliable veteran in the past. Uh, this is unfortunate to be like on week 17. But, I mean, in the past, if there's another deep, deep dart, though. Zach Allen, if he can't go for some reason with a hand problem, Jonathan Ledbetter, this matchup, Atlanta's actually allowing quite a bit on the interior. So it could be a productive by default play, another really deep dart throw. Yeah, what, what do you think about so so the Falcons have the Cardinals this week? That's why we're talking about that. How do you so what do you think? You think you do you like the banjo matchup against the Falcons? Indeed, I do, John. It's actually a top 15 in my books for this weekend. Nice. There you go. That So that's a locked-in good safety option with uh, Buda Baker being out. So there, there's one at least right there. 
let's head over to the Jaguars where we're at. I, this is not looking good. I'm sure you're seeing what I'm seeing. So Devin Lloyd, 69% of snaps, Chad Muma, 32%. We've, we've gone back to them kind of eating each other's playing time. And it's not one guy having the full role or the other at, at the worst time possible. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole Cleveland nightmare all, all over again, just in Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, except for Olukun. Yeah, who's who's actually he's got a chance to be uh the best linebacker uh fantasy wise again. And that wild took the green dot away from him. That was the intentions of this was giving uh, Lloyd and Muma the green dot and having them calling the plays and you know preparing for the future. So whatever. Hey man, it's uh IDP productive. Uh, so those are the that's the big landmine not to step on is Lloyd and Muma are kind of stealing each other's snaps. And I did see today that uh, Trayvon Walker has a good chance to play. So I don't know, not the greatest defensive end option, but it does exist. So there you go. And it is Houston. And it is Houston. Absolutely. That's a good call. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly Battle Royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Let's finish up the NFC and AFC South with the Panthers. Only thing I saw was J.C. Horn is out this week. I think everyone else looks okay to go. Did, did you see anything, uh, Carolina? No. no. Status quo. Nothing stood out. All righty. They look good. Texans. Uh, Jonathan Owens, strange as it is, went back up in playing time to 85% of snaps. What the hell do we do with this? This guy's been like a roller coaster all year with the playing time. Do you trust him? Uh, you know, title week? I have to say so if... If you're down to that point that he's got you here, if you're in that kind of league, I, I don't think that I would want to go here if I was in some standard format, you know, but definitely if he's got you there, you got to ride this out. It's falling on the sword, you know? Right. And it's, you know, it's not like it's going the wrong way. It went back up, not down. So that's a good thing. All righty. Other than that, Texans look pretty good. Normal playing time for everyone else. So let's hit the Saints where Pete Werner did not play last week. Uh, Caden Ellis only played 77% of snaps without Pete Warner there, which is a little strange. And the last time these two were on the field at the same time, it was about what? 75% Warner, 65% Ellis, something like that. So what do you think about that this week? I mean, obviously Demario Davis will be fine. He'll be safe, but are you playing Ellis? Are you playing Warner? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm not going to look into that so much. This guy's been over, overproducing every chance he's got. He he's, I mean, his PFF grade in his film is just outrageous. This guy's made himself a hot commodity next year. So don't lose track of him in the off season. Uh, watch for him to fall on the waiver wire or whatever it is. Grab him. But I have no problem in inserting him this week at all. Yeah, he has been. He's like a Jermaine Pratt type. It doesn't matter how much playing time he gets, he produces. And the odds are, the way he was doing it, they got on a roll. Uh, he's going to have one of the higher ceilings. That's looking good. Um, what else? Oh, Carl Granderson. What are your thoughts on him? Well, I've been in love with him for a few weeks back. Wrote about him in SGPN. I think I also mentioned him at one point, maybe in a deep dynasty profile for the IDP guys. Um Gotta love his dynasty outlook. I mean, you got Davenport. He should be what? What is it? Jettisoned? Yeah. Jettisoned. Out the out the airlock. Is that what we used to say? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, shoosh out the airlock. So and then uh, I can't remember the other guy's name that was getting a little bit of love too oh, under, yeah. with Gander Granderson. But I mean, Granderson's the one that's popped up. Uh, it's not like Cameron Jordan's getting any younger, right? So if, if you've got him on some dynasty bench somewhere, or, you know, I don't know how far I'd reach for him next year and redress, but he's definitely a great option. Yeah. Yeah. And his playing time has been going up. His production has been pretty good. Like uh, it, it looks, it's not bad for this week. That's for sure. So Saints looking pretty normal beyond those couple notes. Uh, yeah, Marcus see. May didn't play last week. I think right. he, did he have some kind of personal problem too, or did he have court? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's probably court. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Well, either way, I I think I seen he was healthy. I think he's going to be back this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it Honey Badger's been hot. I've I've been trusting him, but yeah, mm-hmm. May May was tough to trust this year. So let's look at the Titans, where we've got another dumpster fire. So last week with Cunningham back, it was Monty Rice ninety one percent of snaps at linebacker. Andrew Adams thirty six percent of snaps at third safety. Zach Cunningham twenty two percent of snaps at linebacker. And then, you know, obviously, uh, I don't think Dylan Cole was there and Monty Rice had a good chunk of playing time. 91%. Yep. So this week, Zach Cunningham is ruled out already. Dylan Cole is real ruled out already. So it looks like it's going to be Monty Rice and Jack Gibbons. 75% of snaps or so last week he came in after Zach Cunningham got injured again. What a mess, first of all. And second of all, do you trust Jack Gibbons at all this week? This guy's six foot three, two forty-five. Um, he's reminded me when I first looked at his description that he might be an outside linebacker considering Dupree's all messed up. Um, it's unfortunate too. This is a good matchup this coming week for these edge rushers if they actually had any worth of shit mm-hmm. other than Jeffrey Simmons. And I he's out, and so right. is so is uh, Autry. Autry is right. out, doubtful. So they got okay. they got no one. They got no okay. one this week. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, folks. This is I believe they got Dallas. So go get Demarcus Walker. He, he's a proven veteran. He's been stepping in for Jeffrey Simmons. He's been stepping in for Autry. Um, you definitely go get him if you really want to want to throw a dart. There's another kid. I think his name was Tart. It's 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 against Dallas, and they just love feeding the inside uh, defensive lineman production. When it comes to Jack Gibbons, I mean, you got to roll with it. I would actually almost trust this, seeing that at least he's got 71%. I think I'd almost throw my dart his way than anywhere near Cleveland, just for the fact that I think he'll get at least 70% again because he's productive by default. They don't have a choice, and apparently he's the dude. Right. There's no one else. There's literally no one else. Cunningham's already ruled out. Um, Monty Rice is just hot as hell. Yeah, I think he's he's getting yep. a good audition. Yep, right. And then, uh, yeah, Dylan Cole's out too. So you, you're, you're right, man. There's they need bodies. There's only a couple mm-hmm. bodies left. <laughs> right. Yep. Unless they got a Re- Reggie Raglan on the practice squad, we don't oh, know about. God, I hope not. That's the last right. thing we need. Jesus. Deep dart throws, folks. Deep dart throws. <sighs> so yeah, that's the Titans. Absolute mess. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, super flex, and beyond. That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football. Alrighty, we're going to pick it up with the NFC and AFC East. And the how about them, Cowboys? Uh... Yeah, looking looking good at the moment. We'll see what happens in the future. Uh, okay, so Leighton Vander Esch, unlikely to play this week. So Damone Clark will be the replacement. What do you think about this, Gary? Because it's not your typical Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry is probably not going to play. Do you still like the inside linebackers here for Dallas? I think Parsons is questionable, too. Um, yep. No, yep. I, I'm not in love with this. So, you know, I mean, I, I definitely would go with Parsons if he's in. Did you say that Vanderish was out or just it, questionable? It, it says unlikely to play is what I read. Yeah, he'd probably be just as easy to avoid him and Barr both at this point. I know Barr had a good game last game. I mean, that was an outlier performance for him. He's had all kinds of opportunities to stand up. I'm not like suggesting go pick him up. And then also the other thing was Dorrance Armstrong was up to 54% of snaps, but I think that makes sense. It was a pass happy game. What about that corner bland? He's tearing it up. Oh, he is. He is. But they got, they got Malik Willis who completes three passes a game. Yeah. And I think who do they have the week after? Cause if you got a week 18, uh, you know, title, he might be good then. You're right though. He's been awesome. He's, he's been incredible. And I, I wanted to, uh, you know, I was hoping I could play him this week, but the Titans just cannot complete passes, especially with Malik Willis. Good call. All right, Bills. Uh, I get, I got nothing. I think they look pretty healthy. What, what do you think? What do you got? I have nothing for you. 
And that's going to be a hell of a game, too. That's Monday night uh, against the Bengals. Yeah, they're should, all healthy. Yeah, should be real good. Let's move on to the Commanders, then, where, where things are not nearly as good. Um, so, first things first, Cameron Curl did not play last week. Jeremy Reeves was the direct replacement, played 85% of snaps, had, had a pretty good production. Cameron Curl had a limited practice today, has, quote, a good shot, unquote, to play this week. Uh, does that concern you at all? Are, are you worried about a re-injury or anything like that? Or you, if he plays, are you, you feeling good about it? I'm going to go ahead and roll with him in his situation. I don't think they're going to put Curl back in there if he's not ready. So um, not when they have Forrest performing like he is and fill in. David Mayo siding, uh, avoid the shit out of that. Mm. Um, oh, my God. Who else could send David Bostic to the bench? <laughs> but David Mayo, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. sorry. I, I just find that funny. Oh yeah, no, I'm with you. And if it's if it's not Jamin Davis, you just gotta stay away from it for sure over there. Yeah. And then uh Chase Young was back. We I was wrong. He actually did play uh fifty-eight percent of snaps. Uh do you think that goes up this week or or any interest in that or what do you think? Fantasy football wise, no, I'm not interested. And yeah, I do believe it'll probably go up, you know. Uh they're not gonna make the playoffs if it's not likely, right? Yeah, right. It's like he's not gonna make that big difference by going in and throwing him in ninety-five percent of the snaps. So I don't see that happening for the rest of the year. If I was them, I I'd have kid gloves on like nobody's business. Yeah. Protect him. Protect your asset. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, all right. So that's the big thing really is Cameron Carl looks like he should be able to play this week. If not, it's Jeremy Reeves. Uh, beyond that, they're looking. What okay. do you think about when starting? Man, I don't know. I he's uh, I'd I'd rather just ride with Heineke, but uh, what do I know? Side, kind of a sideways move, huh? It is. It is. He's yeah, he's not good. <laughs> Should be interesting. Should be interesting. Yeah, they're getting desperate. They're getting desperate. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the commanders, though. Let's pick it up with the Dolphins, where uh, eh, essentially business as usual. Landon Roberts, 77% of snaps. Jerome Baker, 97%. We've seen them fluctuate all year. That's normal. Bradley Chubb, though, 42% of snaps. Uh, had a hand injury, I believe. Did not practice today. Are you concerned? Or I mean, thoughts? What do, what do you think? Did you say Chubb? Oh, I didn't see that one, but no, I don't have any concern because realistically, I didn't really care for the matchup this week. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, he's just not been getting it done like Phillips. True. Yeah, I'm not going there necessarily this weekend. Yeah, right. It's the Patriots. They don't really pass in the first place. There won't be as many dropbacks. And uh, yeah, Chubb's just having a down year. I, I don't think it's a down year. Again, I think it's roll. I think just like I'm going to stick to my guns when they got him, it was going to benefit Phillips more than it was going to benefit Chubb. And I think it's exactly how it's played out and yep. how it's going to stay. And as long as they got both of them on the roster, just something to think about. And uh, I, yeah, I think beyond that, they're all healthy and ready to roll. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're Miami and you have your number one draft pick or a guy you just paid a lot for that used to be a formula number one draft pick, I think it was, I, I think giving Phillips a first shot, he succeeded so far. So I don't see that changing. That's uh, that's all we're looking at for the Dolphins. Let's head over to the Eagles, where Reed Blankenship was back at uh, safety, the C.J. Gardner-Johnson replacement, 95% of snaps. Kazir White down to 68%, but we've seen that all year, up and down fluctuations. That's all I got, though. You got anything on the Eagles? Uh, just some crazy rumor that C.J. Gardner might return. Yeah, I saw that too. It it does not make sense, right? So I think I think both Jalen Hurts and Gardner Johnson aren't going to touch that field until the playoffs. So why yeah. would they? Why would they? Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense at this point. So I mean, for me, if they did activate him, then I'm just avoiding him. He's been off for a few weeks now. I wasn't planning on him anyhow. I, I would just avoid it. I hear you. It just doesn't feel right. Uh, they've got literally, they just need to win one more game and they've got everything locked up. And Gardner Minshew is more than capable of winning that game against New Orleans this week. And then they got nothing to play for. Yeah. I think I've seen Gardner's a free agent next year. It's going to be yeah. interesting. I think they, they'll probably resign him, but they, they don't put a lot of money into that second. They don't put a lot of money into defense at all, really. Yeah. Hussein Reddick. Right. Besides Reddick. Yeah. 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 Well, Brad, 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 Bradbury got, you know, a little, 
deal. I yeah, and I have no idea what Hargraves and Cox are sitting on either. They've been around there for a little bit. They might get a little bit of chunk, but I know the inside linebackers don't get shit. Mm -hmm. Edwards is a free agent too, I believe, unrestricted if I remember right. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Epps is nobody's going to miss him. He'll probably resign for cheap. I was kind of if you didn't notice, I was doing some research lately on Philadelphia. Yeah, no, hey, they've been a good defense, no doubt. Uh, all right, so they're looking good. No real issues there. So let's hit the Jets where we've got uh, – I, I didn't see much here either. Quentin Williams was back healthy, played 60% of snaps. He was productive. That's the only guy we were, like, really worried about. You got anything on the Jets? Will Park stepped in for Joyner last week. I'm not sure how well I'd go jumping after that if Joyner's out again this week. Yeah, it's not a productive position. No, yeah, and it, and those those snap counts across the front board, they're all healthy, so uh, it's probably why Carl Lawson and and Franklin Myers and company were down last week in production. The, you know the the guys that we really rely on, Quincy Quinnen, um, you know, he's good corner. to go. Yep. Yeah, Rank, yeah, the, those Rank, guys are good. Right, Rankins yeah. might be okay. He, he he'll do his status quo. Yeah, he's been pretty good too this year. Like uh, when he's healthy. Yeah, DT three four type deal. Yep. Yep. So let's hit the Giants then, where Kayvon Thibodeau season high ninety seven percent of snaps. Boy, they are just really playing this guy now. Uh, and then beyond that, Jason Pinnock still one hundred percent of snaps at other starting safety. Jalen Smith sixty eight percent. Micah McFadden fifty three percent. Any thoughts on the Giants? Oh, what my boy uh, Jalen Smith get in production? Um, I I can't believe I didn't actually focus on that or can't remember one of the two i gotta look that up i got it right here so last week he had oh he had great production he had 10 combined tackles a tackle for loss and a sack i gotta admit i just want to hear you say it he was a dart throw we said a good one and one of the main ones and no reason not to go there again this week i don't know if that that ceiling is definitely not that high Right, they got the Colts. Colts can't really pass the ball uh, currently, anyway. So, right. uh, if you if that Ed Rusher, I'm not even going to attempt his name. If you've been getting anywhere with him in the last couple of weeks, uh, there it is. I, I don't know. I, it's hard to back any Ed Rusher for the Giants and say, "Hey, go ahead and play him." You know, even if the uh, uh, matchup is good, it's just tough. I mean, and they're all coming on at the end of the season, so it makes it even iffier. Playing times there, though, for uh, Thibodeau. That's a 97%. That's a lot for defensive linemen. Yes, it is. Uh, those interior guys, uh, Lawrence and Williams, they've got a mm. great matchup this week. Yes, sir. So Giants are looking pretty good. Let's hit the Patriots. Josh Uche, 49% of snaps, so still super iffy. What did he do last week, the uh, waiver wire? He still has managed to make an impression with very little snaps. I started telling them last week in the app, you're getting what you pay for there, and you know the risk. You got to give the guy credit. He's still managing to get something. Yeah, no, you're right. He did land a sack, so uh, it, knock right. yourself out. I'm not doing it, but knock no, yourself no. out. Yep. No, I'm not hoping so, but, I mean, he might be somebody's savior in some deep, dark, degenerate corner. Right, and that's that's the trick with all this stuff, right? Like, So our, our typical audience is supposed to be shallower, kind of standard IDP right. leagues. Like, If you are in a crazy, deep-ass, dark, degenerate league, then Uche absolutely makes sense, yeah. And I'm sure we're still hitting a lot of uh, upper tier names like this, you know, Jalen Smith. He could have been a good guy to pick up last week, too. So uh, just depending, just depending. I've seen different formats for standard leagues. Some have more on the waiver wires than others. Right. Uh, all right. So beyond Uche, our normal guys we talk about, uh, Dietrich Wise, 58%. So that's down a little bit. Uh, Matt Judon, 82%. That's normal. Duggar, 86%. That's normal. Marcus Jones, 90% in a massive game. Problem with that is he's in concussion protocol, and that was without Jalen Mills, without Jack Jones. If either of those guys is healthy, he does not play anywhere close to 90% of snaps. So keep that in mind. It's been a show, hasn't it? Sure has. Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. 
And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations, so please, go and give what you can. And let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman, the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care. And let's kick it off with the Cardinals here. So the big news is obviously the J.J. Watt announcing his retirement. But as Gary mentioned in the uh, Falcons matchup they've got this week, uh, Buda Baker is out this week with Chris Banjo as a replacement. That's pretty big news, too. Uh, thoughts on these couple things. Congratulations, Mr. Watt, for being a Hall of Famer, pro bowler, beast of a man. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time, and he's been doing it at a high level. He's had his injuries, but that's to be expected. And he's came back every damn time, hasn't he? He's finishing off healthy here, I think, with two straight years, maybe three of of being healthy. You got to wish the man luck and wave it as he goes off into the sunset. Yeah, right. He's he's doing it the right way. You know, yeah. he, he just he just had a kid. He just got married. Like he, he doesn't unlike Tom Brady, who's going to play until they shovel dirt on him. Uh, Watt's going to keep his brain and his body intact. And and apparently they have a very, very good replacement in Zach Allen. I think that, you know, that's basically all that's going to happen is he's just going to take over Watt's position. Zach Allen's been in, getting it done the last couple of years. He's bounced in and out. He's really been strong this year. So uh, I'm not sure what his contract looks like, but uh, he should be back next year. And with that whole banjo thing, man, I mean, that's a, that's a dart throw. This is just an assumption call based on what we know in the past. Yeah. And I'm, I'm with you on that assumption call. Cause we've seen that before, so it would right. make sense. Yep. Just had uh, to, had to put it back out there, man. I'm throwing darts everywhere again this week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but that's what should happen. All right, let's hit the Broncos, starting with Alex Singleton, who played 88% of snaps last week and had another 20-plus tackle game. My God, the guy is good. Yeah. Hey, you got to love it. Uh, He's actually moved up in my power rankings just by the numbers of what he's putting out with the increase of snaps over Jewel, and that's kind of tough to do. So, yeah, got to love it. I'm with you, man. I actually have a team where I have both of those guys. And I was like, you know, I I was like, you know what? I'm going to start Singleton this week. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's yeah. That's that's a great problem to have. I mentioned Anthony Nelson earlier uh, as an edge rusher or defensive line play possibly for Tampa Bay. Well, Jonathan Cooper, I'm kind of confident in him too. He's actually, you know, been playing better than bearing. I've mentioned him in the past and, I like this matchup that he's got this week against Kansas City. Believe it or not, Kansas City is allowing some production off the edge. And I'm just completely avoiding Randy Gregory for the rest of the season here. You just yeah. you can't expect him to come uh, in, you know, after missing all this time. Just don't go yeah. there. It, right. He only played 17% last week because I think he got himself thrown out and then suspended, and then they overturned the suspension. I saw that today. Yeah, just – What'd you, how'd you call it a fire dumpster fire? That's what it was. Dumpster fire. Yes. Total dumpster fire. So yeah. And, and just, Cooper's getting it done, man. I mean, yeah. it's, he really has. Yeah. So definitely stay away from Gregory. So there you go. Another, <laughs> another good option in Cooper for you. Uh, anything else on the Broncos? I really <laughs> like, like Justin Simmons matchup this week. Uh, the, the, you know, Casey lo- throws the shit out of the ball and Simmons yep. ex- excels in that environment. Jackson to a lesser extent, um, and especially with Alex Singleton being on there so much, you know, if he's on the field so much, he flies. That's how he gets all these tackles. Yeah. The guy, guy might not be able to cover. He might not be able to shed a block, he, but he is all over the place. He's not out of position and that's what they, that's what they want. Apparently. Let's uh, hit the Rams, where I didn't see much. This was such a complete and total bloodbath that everybody got to rest, including Ernest Jones, who only saw 45% of snaps, because this game was over by halftime. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't get to catch that game, man. I, I did hear it was terrible, though. Oh, it's horrendous. I actually watched it on Nickelodeon, because I was using some, like, internet restream ripoff thing, and uh, that was a funny funny game to watch on Nickelodeon. Cause that, oh, I like, bet it was. Oh, dude, because they just had everyone making fun of the Broncos, like, Spongebob was making fun of the Broncos. It was, it was no great. No shit. 
Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, I gotta check that out. I mean, is this like what? Oh, I gotta check this out. That would be they, funny they, as hell. They yeah, they do it uh, once a year. It's like uh, Nickelodeon gets a game once a year. And that's <laughs> what they do. Is they they actually have like SpongeBob the yep. cartoon. Oh, that would be hilarious, man. You're gonna have to get, remind me of that next year. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if I can YouTube that or something. <laughs> Uh, when it when it comes to uh, the Chargers, you know Morgan Fox, his playing time has really increased with some injuries over the last few weeks. I do like this. It's the it's the Rams. Um, they're horrendous off the edge, and Morgan Fox might be playing a little bit more interior wise, but it's still a solid matchup for him, especially if he was a defensive tackle. I like this matchup for him. Defensive end, eh, you know, it is what it is. I'm avoiding uh, Joey Boza, just like uh, Randy Gregory. Mm. Um, I guess Gillum should be good to go if James is out with a concussion. Yeah, so so what the heck's going on with James? Because I saw he's questionable again, and he did not get suspended for the massive hit he put on um, whoever the hell that was. He got ejected for it, but he didn't get suspended. Did he concuss himself? Because the other guy got concussed. Okay, I don't mean to go into boxing terms or anything, but you know that guy that sits on the outside of the ring that's telling the boxer as he's watching the fight, jab left, jab left, duck, jab left. Sometimes they do say, stay down, stay down. Maybe he's just following through. He might have a light concussion. He did almost get, you know, suspended or stay down, just stay down. And, you know, we'll, we'll put you through this protocol like, you know, you, you surely didn't mean to knock yourself out, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, yeah, yeah D- Derwin James last That's week sort of- lit up a dude on, on the Colts and concussed the guy on the Colts. It might have concussed himself, too, because I, I see it questionable. I don't see any information on it, though. Yeah, see, all I see is shit about the ejection and the suspension, maybe. All right, so, so bottom line with this, if Derwin is out, Gilman is good to go. And we've seen that and we know that. So that's that's the Rams. They got the Chargers this week. Chargers, uh, next team we're talking about, we're already talking about them. Uh, I got nothing beyond just keeping an eye on Derwin. And like uh, Gary said, stay away from Bosa. I don't even think he's going to get activated this week, but uh, who knows? I wouldn't do it if he does. I got to give kudos to Tranquil, man. I mean, the guy has just been a beast all year, hadn't he? And he's just following through. I like this matchup. It's not super strong, but it's a good solid matchup for Tranquil to get the numbers to finish it off for those managers that they've got. He's gotten into the playoffs or help get in the playoffs. I, I just, I just love it, man. I, I hear you. I picked him up early in the season in a couple of places, and man, he has been excellent everywhere. Yep. He was dirt cheap. Yes, sir. All right. So Rams and Chargers looking good. Let's move on to the Seahawks. So uh, Cody Barton, 83% of snaps last week, still hanging tough. Uh, Ryan Neal was out. Jonathan Abram was in 68% of snaps. I looked for a Ryan Neal injury update today. Couldn't find anything other than Pete Carroll saying, quote, he has a chance to play, unquote, which tells us absolutely nothing. I was looking for Jonathan Abram too i was looking for some type of damn production with those snaps and i don't remember there being anything no there was nothing there was no there was like there was like one or two tackles yeah (laughs) way to light the world on fire brutal so but anyway that's your order of operations if neil's out it's abram but abram didn't do anything so i don't think you want him move on to the chiefs i got nothing they look pretty healthy across the board willie gay was down to 61 percent of snaps last week probably just game script anything on the chiefs I believe the rookie defensive lineman. I'm going oh, to Carl, Carl Loftus. Uh, he was down to like 50%, if I remember right. So I'm not suggesting him. Yeah. It, and, and that's a good point, too, because thinking about they got Denver this week. Denver's passing attack is just hot garbage dog shit. Um, the, how many pass rush attempts? I mean, game script wise, there should be some, but they're going to go three and out so often that it's going to be capped, I think. It's not a great matchup. If it ain't Chris Jones, I ain't playing him this week. True. Same. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Anything else in the Chiefs? Well, maybe one more thing. Make sure you got Bolton in there. He's, yeah. For him, he, he's he got a great matchup. All right. Let's hit the 49ers. I got nothing. Uh, they look pretty healthy. They look pretty good to go. You got anything on the Niners? Status quo. 
All right. And before we hit the Raiders, just one last reminder, make sure you hit up our SGP mini helmet contest. You can enter at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash helmet. And last but not least, the Las Vegas Raiders, where Denzel Perryman went to IR. Yeah, he did. He went to IR. So did Chandler Jones. What the heck is going on there? They're just shutting everyone down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could just be bad timing, but hey, what it does give us is what Luke Masterson. Masterson? Yeah, it locks yeah. him in. Yeah. Yeah, it locks him down pretty good. So I mean, at least there's that. There's a dart throw that I trust at this point. He's been getting the, you know, the snap counts up to that point. I think it's also points to maybe Harmon having a good contest up here in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's healthy. Um, yep. Keep an eye on that. Uh, I'm not sure or sure that I care who's going to be in next to masters. I, yes, I agree completely. That's funny. Cause that's in the notes right here. I wrote that down. I said, second inside linebacker is Darian Butler question mark, super risky, which is my shorthand way of saying, stay the hell away from it. And that like a former lion. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, realistically, I think it is maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just a terrible idea. It's title week. You you do not mm-hmm. want to screw around with that. If it's not Masterson, I'm not touching it. Yeah, yeah. It's a super, super you just doubled the dart throw length. I mean, it's it's a it's almost too dark. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So other than that, Raiders look pretty good. Um crappy timing on Chandler Jones going bye bye, but it is what it is. It's not All like right. he was lighting up the world the whole season. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he had he a was... nice little surge here at the end, so this is kind of fitting. John, this has been a hell of a season, man. I've enjoyed every bit of it, and I can't wait for the new year, sir, because we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to come back with some great content in 2023 and uh, set you all up to do this all again all all next year. Yeah, let's give them a little uh, preview of coming attractions. So, yep, this like Gary said, this is our last like week by week review slash preview. But after this, we're gonna start looking at things like you know seasonal awards, interviews uh, with other IDP, you know, type. Have people. some fun in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 And then redraft, man. We got some redraft we got to hit on too. And then, of course, all that stuff, right? Dynasty. Yeah. Yay! Dynasty. Right. Right. The, the draft is coming up. Like we'll we'll hit all that stuff as it happens. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of scared, John. We're gonna have to find some people to talk some rookie. Oh, I'm sure we could dig someone up. It ain't gonna yeah, be I us. Think, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, but I <laughs> I think we do know a few. We do. We do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Well, John, I'll let you do your thing, everybody. You have a great one. Good good luck this weekend. Yep. Good luck, everybody. Go get those titles. We'll see you guys next week.